Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Thanks a lot, Troy. I do appreciate you being with us tonight. CBS Mystery Theater's up next. WFAA Newstime, 1031. The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Marshall. Henry David Thoreau, one of the great men of our republic, has this to say about circumstantial evidence, that it was very strong as when you find a trout in the milk. By now you should know that our story will concern itself with circumstantial evidence that's even stronger as when you find a whale in the pool. Circumstantial evidence. How many people has it hung and will continue to hang in the far, far future. And suppose I said to you I believe she's innocent. In spite of all the evidence, Lieutenant? In spite of what appears to be evidence, Mr. Revere. Very well. You believe she's innocent. Absolutely. She's a beautiful young woman. That has nothing to do with it. It doesn't? May I ask you a question, Lieutenant? Would you still believe she was innocent if she were... Old and ugly? Our mystery drama, Shadow of a Lover, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Michael Tolan. I'll be back shortly with Act One. Show me pops. It's time to get away. Here we come, America. Show me pops. Taking a trip, whether you go by plane or car, around the country, around the world, show the world you carry Master Charge. Hey, they know clout when they see it. Show them your clout. With For places to see. Places to eat. Places to sleep. Places to shop. For all the clothes. For all the gear. For cameras. Films. Radios. For instant cash. For whatever. Wherever. Whenever. Show them your clout and travel easy. No matter where you travel, no matter how far you roam, they speak Master Charge. They understand clout. When you carry Master Charge, you carry clout. Have a good trip. Show me clout. When you see her, you walk on by, you don't know him, you won't even try. That's Stella Reese, singing about how people with epilepsy are sometimes misunderstood. Do you know that epilepsy can happen to anyone, at any age, for many causes? Epilepsy can begin from a bad case of measles. I'm Gerald June. I know. At nine years old, I contracted measles encephalitis. Now I have epilepsy, but it doesn't stop me from writing music. My kind of epilepsy couldn't have been prevented then. It can now. When you see her, you walk on by, you don't know him, you won't even try. They don't want you to hold their hands, they just need you to understand. To learn about causes and prevention, contact your local chapter of the Epilepsy Foundation of America or write Epilepsy, Washington, D.C., 20036. 
Do you know how to get the most for your money when you're buying air conditioners, vacuum cleaners, bologna, auto batteries, calculators, washers and dryers, cameras, insulation, house paint, margarine, freezers, tuna fish, insurance, lawnmowers, mopeds, food processors, radio, refrigerators, television sets, stereo systems, and automobiles? Well, these are just a few of the hundreds of products that Consumer Reports tests, rates, and investigates for you. Consumer Reports is published by America's leading nonprofit product testing consumer organization. Completely independent. When you read Consumer Reports, you'll know how to get the most out of the dollar you spend 1000 Subscribe now to Consumer Reports for this money-saving offer. 11 monthly issues of our magazine, Consumer Reports, plus the invaluable 1980 Buying Guide issue, plus our 383-page guide to drugs and health, plus the 1981 Buying Guide issue when published, 331-1000. A total value of $25.75, all for just $12. Just $12. To take advantage of this offer, dial this toll-free number, 800-331-1000. Consumer Reports, 800-331-1000. Others who want you around, you've got to keep that high blood pressure down. It's your daughter's wedding, and you feel so good you think your high blood pressure went away. Don't you believe it? Dad, promise me. Don't I'll... worry, I'll take my pills. You've got a lot to look forward to, so get back on your treatment and stay on it. I'll take them just for you and for your grandchildren. Do it for yourself and all the loved ones in your life. and dewdrop are waiting for thee. Thus sang the poet more than a hundred years ago, and thus they saw themselves, so many lovely ladies of long ago, as beautiful dreamers, waiting for the gallant cavalier who would rouse them from a sweet dream of hope and carry them into a glorious dream of fulfillment. And basically, despite the outward trappings, is it different today? If you don't believe it, just go to the movies. Come here. Do you think I'll ever let you go? Can anything ever come between us? Show me the mountain I couldn't climb, the ocean I couldn't swim. We've waited. How long we've waited for just this moment. And now, darling, we'll never have to wait again. As long as we live. Who is he? What is he? A person like you could 
never understand. Ah, uh, Clovis Hollister's one of them Hollywood illusions. That's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, illusions. I, I don't care to discuss it. They take a face, put it on the screen. They say to this face, open up your mouth. He opens his mouth. They say, hey, speak these words. All right, Fanny. We're going to miss the bus. You want to know what I think? You missed the bus a long time ago. For Joe. Oh, I'm being serious, Fanny. You're packing a bag. What's going on? Oh, I'm going out there to him. You're going out there to who, Mayetta? You know perfectly well to who, Fanny. Clovis Hollister. You're going out there to Clovis Hollister? Uh -huh. Okay. Okay, I see. Um, and why are you going out there to Clovis Hollister, may I ask? Well, because he... he called to me. He called to you? Hmm. All right. When? When was this? Uh, tonight. Tonight? Uh, tonight, while, while I was in the theater. Oh, sure, sure. Well, I was in the theater, too. Well, I didn't hear him call. Well, no matter how it sounds, I, I know there's something between him and me. I know he's reaching out to me. Oh, I know that look in his eyes is for me. For you and for 50 million other dames sitting in a movie house. No. No, it's just for me. And we're not going to argue about it. But I can't leave you. Just walk out of here and go... I called for a cab to take me to the airport. He should be here any minute. Mietta, these guys, they have all kinds of people surrounding them. You won't even get a chance to get near him. I'll get to see him, Fanny. And I'll keep sending you my half of the rent till the lease is up. Mayetta. He's waiting for me. Oh, the cab is here. There's, there's nothing I can tell you, is there, Mayetta? No, nothing at all. Tomorrow's your birthday, you know? And I, I bought you a present. I was saving it. Here, I, I, I got it in my drawer. I better give it to you now. Oh, gee, what is it? Well, I went into Smallwoods and... Hey... Wow! Oh, you must have spent a fortune. Yeah. It's these special imported handkerchiefs. And I had them sew on your initials. Oh, Fanny! I figure you use them up every time you see one of the closest Hollister pictures. All you do is weep for crying out loud. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, the cab's waiting. Look, thanks a million. But my weepy days are over. Oh, I hope so, kiddo. I sure hope so. Now, where is the silly switch? Ah, here we are. And there was light. But... Oh. Well, who might you be? And what are you doing in my apartment? Is, is this your apartment? 
I could produce a copy of the lease. Oh, excuse me. I, I, I guess I must be in the wrong place. I would assume so. Uh, how did you get in here anyhow with all that fantastic security we're supposed to have in the building? Oh, well, I, I just sneaked past the doorman, got onto the roof, climbed down and let myself in through the window. Hmm. You just think it was all for nothing. You know, you don't look like a thief. Oh, I'm not. Well, then why did you have to sneak in? Oh, well, they don't leave anybody get close to him. Him? Clovis. Clovis Hollister. I, I guess he must live in the next apartment. No, he doesn't. No? You sure? Oh, well, maybe I got the wrong building. No, no, you're in the right building. You mean... You know where Clovis Hollister lives? Yes. Where? Right here. I, are you sure? No, I should know. I'm, uh, Clovis Hollister. You? You're Clovis Hollister? Guilty as charged. Well, you can't be Clovis Hollister. And, uh, why not? Well, because you don't talk like Clovis Hollister. Indeed. That's what I mean. Indeed. I mean, Clovis Hollister don't speak like that. He talks like a, like a regular guy. You sound like a, maybe a college professor. You don't. Looked like Clovis Hollister. Indeed. Oh, there we got indeed again. Clovis Hollister has those eyes that look right into yours and... and, and... Look into my eyes. You cannot disguise your eyes. Are these or are these not the eyes of Clovis Hollister? Well? Yes. Yes, you're... You're Clovis Hollister. <laughs> what am I going to do now? What am I going to do? Whatever you do, don't start crying. I... I can't help but it. there is nothing to cry about. Yes, yes, there is. Look, even though you broke in here, I'm not going to call the police or anything like that. It was nothing. All the time up there on the screen, it was nothing. Now, now look, cheer up. Here, here, here. Uh, t take my handkerchief. No, hmm? no, thank you. I, I can use my own. Well, then please use it. And can we stop the crying? I, please. I'm sorry, I'll... I'll try. I... I'm just silly. I guess I never grew up. Mm. Well, don't worry about it. Neither do most people. Now, would you tell me what you're doing here? I, I can't. Why? Because you'll laugh at me. No, I won't. Promise. You won't laugh at me. I promise. Now, why did you come here? Because... Because I thought you sent for me. I... I sent for you how? Your eyes... They looked into mine. When was this? Oh, so many times. Where? They looked at me from the screen. Oh, I see. I, I thought they were looking at me. At me alone. And they were saying, I I love you, Mayetta Mosby. I love you and you alone. <laughs> you promised you wouldn't laugh. I can't help it. <laughs> I came here all the way from Newark, New Jersey. You didn't have to make up such a story. Make up? It's true. You're a um, very good-looking girl. You know that Mayetta, is that it, Mosby? <laughs> that can't be your real name. It is. But does it matter why you came? The fact is you're here. Now, um, how about a drink? Oh, but I don't... And then we uh, might both get into something a bit more comfortable? No, I... I, I better be going. Going? Why? Well, because I... I made a mistake. Hey, wait a minute. No, no, no. I, I want to go. But I don't want you to go. I'm sorry. I like you. Take your hands off but me. be reasonable. I don't expect you to do this for nothing. Do You'll what for nothing? Get a very nice gift later. What do you think I am? Let go! Listen. 
No. Oh, please, please. What were you doing in my apartment? Do you want me to tell that to the police? Oh, please. I, I'm a very silly, foolish girl. Let me go. <laughs> You're also very lovely. No, no, uh, no. Come back here. No, no. Hey. Hey, uh, put, put that thing down. I'm warning you. I, I know you have a sense of the dramatic, but hey, you wouldn't swing that poker at me, and you know it. I'm warning you. Don't come closer. Now, now, now put that down. No. I, I had this dream that Clovis Hollister loved me. Why did you destroy the dream? I didn't do anything. You did. Uh, you did. Look, I, I really think you should go home. I can't. Uh, all right. I'll, I'll, I'll give you your plane fare back to Newark, New Jersey. Um, first class, what do you say to that? No. I'll even throw in a couple of hundred dollars. That'll make us even, won't it? Oh, you think money makes everything all right? Yes, and money fixes everything. Money cannot fix a broken heart. Mm, stay here and get a job as a screenwriter. Everything's a joke to you. Now, uh, uh, hey, wait a minute. Make fun uh, of everybody. Don't. Destroy everybody's dream. Uh, uh, you're not laughing now, I notice. Why aren't you laughing now? Go ahead. Yes? Miss uh, Melissa Merriweather? Yes. I'm Lieutenant Miller, police. My uh, identification... Oh? Well, what can I do for you, Lieutenant? I must ask you to accompany me to police headquarters, Miss Merriweather. Why? First, we will read you your rights, and then we shall question you about the murder of Clovis Hollister. Clovis is dead? Already? Well, it didn't look too good for him when Mayetta picked up that poker. However, who is Melissa Merriweather? And why is she being brought into the case? Well, we played fair with you this act. We have already dropped the clue. We'll check it all out shortly when I shall return with Act Two. Holidays were made for Michelob. Holidays were made for special friends. What better beer than Michelob for the holiday season? Special enough to make the right impression. Friendly enough to show you care. No wonder Michelob has become a holiday tradition. Holidays were made for special times. Special places. Special things. Those special moments the season brings. It's the time to have that smooth and mellow it's Michelob. Holidays were made for Michelob. Holidays were made for Michelob. Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis. Maybe we're all too emotional when we think about special education for handicapped children. We always think of human values, not dollar values. Maybe it's time we took a cold, hard look at these kids and what it costs to develop their potential. Okay, the truth. Special education and vocational training cost a lot of money. Special teachers, special equipment, special classes. It all adds up. But here's the catch. 
It costs even more not to educate handicapped people. Much more. Keeping people dependent for life or keeping them in institutions. Those are luxuries we can't afford. So don't be emotional. Look at it coldly in dollars and cents. With special education, most handicapped children grow up to become taxpayers. It's a good investment. A public service message on behalf of the United States Office of Education. What have we learned so far? It's dangerous to tell lies to a woman, true enough. We should, therefore, never lie to a woman we know. We should, moreover, never lie to women we don't know either. A wise man should go even further. He should never say anything that some woman somewhere might even think is a lie. Mr. Clovis Hollister didn't follow this useful advice, which is why he is the late Mr. Clovis Hollister. Lieutenant, why am I being held here? Have you telephoned your attorney? Yes. Very well. He'll help arrange for bail. Bail? Why do I need bail? There's a considerable body of evidence against you. I didn't kill Clovis, I swear. I was hoping you'd make a statement. What kind of statement? One that would make it easier on everybody. And what would be the gist of such a statement? It would tell us why and how you killed Clovis Hollister. Why and how I killed Clovis? Actually, we know how. You killed him with a poker from a fireplace. But I didn't. Why? Perhaps we know that, too. But, Lieutenant... You had two basic reasons, personal and professional. Oh, good Lord. Look, Lieutenant Miller, is that your name? Suddenly, everything becomes very clear. Clovis is murdered, and everyone thinks I did it. There's all sorts of, of circumstantial evidence to prove or to apparently prove that I'm guilty. Is that what we're talking about? Yes, Miss Merriweather. But don't you see? It's still circumstantial evidence. You can't convict a person on circumstantial evidence. Most of the evidence in most cases of murder is basically circumstantial. But there is... You see, in a great many, if not the majority of murders, there's no actual eyewitness to the crime. Circumstantial evidence... Now that I think about it, there's enough to hang me ten times over. Well, you're not going to hang even once. I'm sure you had reasons, and they were very good. And a uh, woman like yourself, it's possible you were carried away by emotions beyond your control. I know it looks bad. I know it looks terrible, even conclusive. But I'm innocent. Believe me. from the fireplace. They got her nail pretty good for the murder. What murder? What murder are we talking about? The murder of Clovis Hollister. Oh, who's Clovis Hollister? You know something? 
I think that's a pretty good sign. Proves you're growing up. Finally. Uh, what do you want to have for supper tonight? We have this handkerchief, Miss Merriweather. It isn't mine. It was found on the floor near his body. I tell you, it isn't mine. It has your initials on it, M.M. But it isn't mine. It's an expensive handkerchief. You're a lady who can afford expensive clothing and accessories. Lieutenant, it's... What can I say to you? It's circumstantial. It's hearsay, all of this. Rumor, innuendo. It's... Please, I'm innocent. But the handkerchief is definite, material, physical. It's here. But it isn't mine. You can't prove it's mine. I see. Because it's an expensive handkerchief that has my initials on it. I have to prove that it isn't mine. But how could I do that? How could I possibly prove that I never bought that handkerchief? Or that no one ever gave it to me? Or It isn't right. It isn't fair. I'm sorry, Miss Merriweather. Please sit down, Lieutenant Miller. Thank you, Mr. Revere. You were with Miss Merriweather that night at dinner. Yes, yes, I'd taken her to Loricio's. Bad mistake. Yes? I wanted to take her mind off the situation. The situation? As her agent, I should have found a way to break the news gradually. What news was this? That she was not going to be in his next picture. It, um... It happens. Actually, she's kind of older than he is, or was. That didn't help, and... Then there was a reversal of roles. What are you talking about, Mr. Revere? No, it's an old story. She was the big star. She discovered him, gave him his break... After a while, he began to outshine her. Oh? I knew the kiss-off was in the works, but you always try to postpone the bad news. So she read about it in one of the columns. I figured I'd take her to dinner, get her mind off it. But now, she has to run into him at the restaurant. Bad timing, huh? I think so. And he's with this Dolores DeVoe woman. So it's not just one thing that's burning her up now, but two. Well, she had to have a scene. She threatened him, said a lot of crazy, wild things in front of a hundred witnesses. The mildest thing of all was the statement that she would kill him with her own two hands. Yes, I know. Lieutenant, uh... This girl has been my meal ticket for the past 15 years. I'd like to help her, but I, uh, can't go on the witness stand and perjure myself, can I? Do you think she killed him? Off the record between you and me, what else can I think? You want another cup of coffee? Oh, not now. You want to see the paper? There's news about your boyfriend, Clovis Hollister, in it. Why do you keep saying I had a boyfriend named Clovis Hollister? <laughs> the truth is, he's nobody's boyfriend now, being that he's dead. And they got her all wrapped up for it, this Melissa Merriweather Dane. She used to co-star in all his pictures. Oh. They actually indicted her. And it's for first-degree murder, too. Well, maybe we can go to the beach. I could use a little tan. All of a sudden, it's like this Clovis Hollister never even existed for you, huh? 
I guess maybe you can't accept the fact that he's dead. So maybe you're trying to block him out of your mind. I wish I knew what you were talking about, Fanny. Okay, sure beats the other way. But can you imagine a big movie star like her and she's up for murder? I didn't kill him, insists Melissa Merriweather. Okay, but if she didn't kill him, who did? I received your message, Miss Merriweather. Thank you for coming, Lieutenant. I want you to help me. How uh, can I? I? I don't know. But is there anything you can do? In what way? To, to prove that I'm innocent. You'll have that opportunity in court. It should never go that far. I tell you, I didn't kill Clovis Hollister. I understand. Believe me, Miss Merriweather, I'd like to help you. I, uh, I don't suppose you understand the uh, function of a homicide detective. I shouldn't have asked you to come here. See, a crime is committed in the homicide division using clues, evidence, deduction, whatever comes to hand rounds up likely suspects. Yes, I know that. And at that point, we're out of it. We've done our job. It's up to the prosecutor to decide whether or not he has, well, what he would call a viable case. Do you believe I'm guilty, Lieutenant? It doesn't matter. But do you believe it? I believe there's very strong evidence against you. But do you believe that I actually picked up that poker and beat Clovis Hollister to death? Look, even if I believed you're innocent, and I'm not saying necessarily that I do, there's nothing I could do about it. Nothing? That's right. I couldn't do a thing. I'm uh, already assigned to another case. I see. Uh, Lieutenant, I'm sorry I bothered you. Please forgive me. Hey, Jerry, how are you? You have? No kidding. <laughs> they sound like the best seats in the house. Yeah, I'm off tonight. No, no problem. I'll pick you up at the... Oh, hey, hey, I just remembered. No, I can't make it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, too. No, no, I guess there's, uh, there's something else I just have to take care of. Yeah, another time, sure. Goodbye. Okay, I have to meet with some people later on in this joint, anyhow. Uh, what'd you call me about? Melissa Merriweather. Mm. Figures. She got to you, huh? What does that mean? You married? No, but what difference would that make? Uh, not at all. She's a very effective lady. She can sure work on a guy. Mr. Revere, what if she's innocent? Innocent? You mean... Not guilty? She didn't do it? That's what you're saying? I'm raising the possibility. And it worries me. It worries you that maybe an innocent woman might be convicted of first-degree murder, right? Yes. Well, you've got nothing to worry about. She'll go free. How can you say that? You already said it for me. You said, what if she's innocent? Now, what does that mean? It means you have doubts about whether or not she's guilty. Why do you have those doubts? 
Why? Never mind. I can answer my own question. Something about her voice, her manner, makes you think maybe she's telling the truth. Okay. If she can make you feel that way, an experienced seasoned cop, she could make the jury feel that way, too. As long as there's the shadow of a doubt, she has to go free. Tell me, Mr. Revere, do you think she's guilty? You asked me that once before. Yeah. I think she killed him. I know she killed him. Then you must know something I don't know. I know something you don't want to admit. What's that? You're in love with her. Aren't you? Evidently, our detective needs some time to think before he answers that question, so we shall give everyone a brief recess. Love. Within the context of our story, it can assume many different shapes, take on many different meanings, and create many different problems. But it will all come together in the third act shortly. You know, when one particular Christmas gift stays around for 137 Christmases, there have to be some very good reasons. And the Whitman sampler is full of them. 48 tempting chocolates and confections, like vanilla nut caramel, mint royale, mocha cream. Something delicious for everyone. Whitman's knows what America loves at Christmas. That's why it's the gift America's been giving for 137 Christmases. Kodak invites you to remember the special moments that make up the holiday season and to trust them to Kodak Film. Oh, bike! Grandpa, you got me a bike! I got one, too! A red one! <laughs> no, you shouldn't have! I know. Oh, this is so impractical! I know. How did you know? I knew. Shouldn't you trust moments like these to Kodak Film? This is Gary Danielson, quarterback with the Detroit Lions, and I have a message from the National Easter Seal Sports Council. We're a group of athletes who have teamed up to help the Easter Seal Society in its work with people who have disabilities. Like other members of the Sports Council, I'm an Easter Seal volunteer in my community. I spend time with handicapped kids, and I've talked with their parents. So I know firsthand how important Easter Seal services are in helping disabled people get back into the mainstream of life. When you visit an Easter Seal Center, you'll see people of all ages, some born with handicaps, some injured in accidents, and others disabled by illness. Regard that's why I'm with Easter Seals all the way. If you'd like to get involved in this important program, get in touch with your local Easter Seals Society. We'll welcome your support. Easter Seals, a great way to help handicapped people. When was the last time you made a bologna sandwich for your child's lunch? Did you know that tested against three other sandwich foods, bologna is the highest in cost per ounce of protein, highest in fats and calories, contains potentially harmful sodium nitrate, and is four times as expensive as the cheapest sandwich, peanut butter, which is more nutritious. That's what you could have learned from Consumer Reports, published by America's leading nonprofit product testing consumer organization. Completely independent, Consumer Reports stands guard over your family and your dollars, the food you eat, the cars you drive, the appliances you use, and the services you depend on. 1,000. Subscribe. 
subscribe now to Consumer Reports for this money-saving offer. 11 monthly issues of our magazine, Consumer Reports, plus the invaluable 1980 Buying Guide issue, plus our 383-page guide to drugs and health, plus the 1981 Buying Guide issue when published, 331-1000. A total value of $25.75, all for just $12. To take advantage of this offer, dial this toll-free number, 800-331-1000. Consumer Reports, 800-331-1000. Barry's camera, and click Barry's camera. Barry says, you've been seeing Bruce Jenner on television this winter with the Minolta XG1, the automatic choice. The XG1 is just as efficient and easy to use as Bruce Jenner says. It's a superb 35mm SLR camera with automatic exposure and full manual control. The XG1 accepts all Minolta lenses and accessories. You can buy it this week at Barry's with normal lens for only $229.95 and receive admission to Barry's Minolta School of Photography absolutely free. The Minolta School is a $12.50 value. It will be conducted by Minolta on January 22nd. Barry's Camera is the largest Minolta dealer in the Southwest, with the biggest inventory and the widest selection of Minolta products, and always the lowest prices. Get the Minolta XG1, the automatic choice, along with free admission to the Minolta School of Photography for only $229.95 this week at Barry's. Barry's Camera on Harry Hines between Walnut Hill and Royal Lane in Uptown Dallas. A possibility has been raised. Is our detective in love with his suspect? Whether he is or not, it opens the door to a host of interesting speculations. What happens to the emotions of people who must deal with the lives of others? Is it possible to remain completely impersonal? Is it human? And in any adversary relationship between a man and a woman, can sex ever be discounted completely? What makes you say I'm in love with her, Mr. Revere? Lieutenant, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Mr. Revere, you and all your people, you live in a make-believe world. Your concern is with shadows on a screen. That's right shadows and they flash on and off across a great white sheet and for three or four bucks you get to see a couple hours worth and do you know why millions and millions of people yourself included go to see them to kill time to fall in love now, i would question that but after all this is not the subject it's right on the subject i've been in this business all my adult life i know what we're selling mr revere i want to talk to you about miss merriweather that's exactly who we are talking about all the melissa merriweathers all the clovis hollisters and all the millions of people whose lives aren't perfect who are looking to escape somewhere with a beautiful woman with a handsome guy it's a very complex question. Sure. And in the darkness, in the privacy of that theater, there's that stunning face. And it's looking at you, right at you. That smile is for you. Those eyes are for you. And at that moment, during that moment, you're in love? Mr. Revere, that may very well be. My encounters with Miss Merriweather are not taking place in a movie theater, but in a cell. I am not indulging any... Well, erotic fantasies. In the privacy of a prison cell or in the privacy of a movie theater, Miss Merriweather is still working. Working? At being a movie actress. She's working on you. I think she's having enough problems without your casting aspersions it's on how her. she's made, Lieutenant. She has to work on people. 
in the ordinary, everyday course of business without even meaning to. She'd even work on me. Mr. Revere, I'm, uh, I'm sorry I bothered Her you. Her talent. It's an actress's talent, an ability to convince people, to make people believe. Hmm. To me, it's a technical thing. I can take it apart, like you can take apart your revolver. There's that smile, that uh, slightly troubled smile. She knows how to talk, to bring her voice up from her diaphragm. But, Mr. Revere, what if I believe her? Great! And the jury's gonna believe her. And, Lieutenant, this will give her career a fantastic boost. Which I don't mind telling you it needs. What are you worried about? Everything's gonna turn out just fine. Well... For everybody but you. And what does that mean? You're a cop. When the jury acquits her and this is all over, you think she'll even remember who you are? <laughs> You'll have company, too. She'll probably even dump me and get herself a bigger, better, more high-powered agent. But that's the world. Your world, maybe, Mr. Revere. Everybody's world, Lieutenant Miller. He was murdered at about 11 p.m. Where were you at that time, Miss Merriweather? At home. Can you prove it? Was anyone with you? No. No. Can you get anyone to verify that? No. Which means you don't have an alibi. I didn't know I'd need one. We have the bad blood, the threats... I didn't mean what I said. Yeah, that's what people would believe if he were still alive. But you believe me. I know you do. I can feel it. Oh, cut it out. Quit working on me. Look at me. Do you believe I'm lying? It's better if I don't look at you. I know what's taking place inside your mind. You think I'm trying to seduce you? Aren't you? Oh, probably. I can't help it. What do you want me to do? I'm using what I have. I'm doing what always worked for me. All right, moving along. There was no sign of forced entry. If the killer didn't break into the apartment, it had to be somebody he knew. Someone whose presence in the building wouldn't arouse suspicion. Someone he would open the door for. Or... Someone who would let herself in with her own key. You did have a key to his apartment, didn't you? Yes. Then we have the handkerchief on the floor. It isn't mine. How did it get there? I don't know. I don't know anything except that I'm innocent. Can't you help me? I, I don't know what I can do. You're a detective. But I can't work as a detective. The case is closed. My hands are tied. I swear to you, I am innocent. And I believe you. I'm a chump because there isn't a thing I can do about it. Well, Lieutenant, this is a happy coincidence. Buy a drink? It's not a coincidence, Mr. Revere. I've been looking for you. Is it about what I think? The trial begins on Monday. Relax. There's nothing to worry about. Mr. Revere, I believe that woman's innocent. I have an instinct, a detective's instinct. I believe she's telling the truth. Sure. But as I told her, I can't do a thing about it. Why not? I don't have the resources. 
Go along with me. Say she didn't kill him. All right. And the sense of reason somebody else did. Absolutely. Who was that somebody else? You might find out. Me? You and people like you. People who made money on her all these years. The studios, the producers, her friends. What is there we could do? You could hire a top-drawer private detective. Oh. I can give you the names of one or two companies that are terrific. I'm sure you could. All it takes is money. It takes a great deal more. And I'm afraid we don't have it. It takes loyalty, conviction, a complete break with a basic rule around here, which is run with the winner. Oh. You can't drum up much enthusiasm for lost causes, for has-beens. And you wouldn't kick in? Oh, sure. Put me down for a couple of hundred, maybe more. But somebody has to organize this. Stand up in front and stick his neck out. Can't be me. Can't be me, Lieutenant. I have other clients. I can't risk their careers by alienating all those fans who worshipped Clovis Hollister. I can't promise you anything, Miss Merriweather. I don't even know how I'm going to do it. I may be riding for a fall. You could be lying to me. I swear to you. You didn't kill him. Okay. Who did? I don't know. Enemies. Did he have enemies? Oh, yes. People who'd want to kill him? There were a great many people who didn't like him. Which means I'd have to check out each one of them. I don't have that kind of time. Oh, I'm sorry. If, if there was only a clue, just one tangible little piece of evidence. But there is. You said so yourself. It was the only tangible thing in the whole case. The handkerchief. If you really believe me, then the handkerchief must have been left there by the killer. Great. All I have is a handkerchief with your initials on it. The initials M.M., which coincidentally happened to be mine. Yeah, go trace that handkerchief. Talk about needles and haystacks. Well, it shouldn't be impossible. That handkerchief tells you a great deal about itself. Yeah? I don't think there are ten stores in this city that could sell that particular handkerchief. Why not? But it's very expensive. It's all hand-embroidered. I'm sure it's imported. Ten stores, huh? All right, give or take a few. All right, you understand it has to be the kind of thing I can handle in my spare time. Okay, where do I go? Burston's... Marks and Sumner, Ravens, Smallwoods, Keith and Whaley, Tucker. Yes, my name is Loretta Spooner. Did you uh, wish to see me? I'm a police officer. A police officer? Are you sure you've come to the right place? I hope so. Well, I can't imagine why anyone here at Smallwoods might have summoned a policeman. No one did. I'm uh, trying to run down a lead. Oh, my goodness. Here? <laughs> no one at Smallwoods has ever been remotely involved in any sort of crime. This uh, handkerchief, Miss Spooner. Does your store sell it? Oh, may I? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, I'm sorry I troubled you. But I've been just about everywhere. Could you tell me where I might find a place that sells it? And of course. In New York. New York? That's a pretty big place. Well, the only place would be our New York branch. We were supposed to get them out here, too, but 
That won't be until Christmas. You mean they sell these in your New York branch? Smallwoods, New York. They're specially imported from Brittany. Uh, that's in France. Could there be a record of, uh, of the people who bought them? Oh, yes. <laughs> they could give you the name and address of the person who bought this particular handkerchief. No trouble at all. No trouble, you say? Oh, handkerchief like this. It costs so much, you would never have the initials on it to begin with. You'd sew them on, especially for each person who bought them. So you'd take their name, address, phone number, and call them when it was ready. M.M. You could call our New York store and ask who bought the Brittany handkerchiefs initialed M.M. Is Miss Fanny Perkins at home? That's me. Miss Perkins, I'm a police officer. Oh. May I come in? Oh, yeah. Uh, something wrong? Miss Perkins, I understand you bought some very expensive handkerchiefs at Smallwoods, New York. Was that against the law? Oh, no. Well, it should be. Prices they charge. But my roommate, Mayetta Mosby, she was about to have her... 30th birthday. It's a rough one if you're still single. Even if you're not. So, I figured I'd splurge. It's only money, right? Oh, Fanny. Uh, who rang the bell? This gentleman's a cop. Oh. I'm Lieutenant Miller. Lieutenant Miller, I'd like to present Miss Mayetta Mosby. Oh, how do you do? I came here because I found your handkerchief, Miss Mosby. This is yours, isn't it? Mayetta, you mean you went and lost it? Do you know what one of them costs? You mean you came here just to return my handkerchief? Yes, ma'am. I don't even remember losing it. Where'd you find it? In Los Angeles. Are you saying you came all the way from Los Angeles? I'm with the Los Angeles Police Department. Just to return a handkerchief? Well, where in Los Angeles did you find it? Where do you think, Miss Mosby? Oh, I don't know. I was never in L.A. in my life. That you remember? That I remember. I found it in Mr. Clovis Hollister's apartment. Yeah. It was lying on the floor next to his dead body. And it was wet. Miss Mosby, why was it wet? Oh, because... Because I've been crying. Don't, don't, don't say anything, Mayetta. Yes, that would account for it. I, I, I just couldn't stop the tears. Mayetta. It's all right, Fanny. It's all right. I, I, I remember now. But she killed him. This movie star, Melissa Merriweather. Did she, Miss Mosby? No. She's being tried for her life. Would you want to come back and say no in court? Oh, well, I... I guess I have to, don't I? I? I was foolish. I guess when I would sit there in the dark in that movie theater, I, I would think all kinds of silly thoughts. You're not the only one, Miss Mosby. Believe me. You're not the only one. Definitely not. Yes, when her beautiful or when his handsome face is in that big close-up on the screen, 
and those brilliant hypnotic eyes are seemingly locked into your own, what thoughts pass through your mind in that darkened privacy of your very own reverie as we gaze on the shadow of a lover? I shall return shortly. Fellow Americans, if you're still shopping here and there and everywhere for shoes, hold it right where you are. Put your feet together, stop running around. Just step around to Kinney and you'll cover the ground. Anywhere you want to go, head your feet in our direction. Kinney's got it all and more. Cronkite, one of a kind, writing, editing, working with the superb CBS News team to gather and report the news. The daily, constant pressure of being the best. And there's only one place you can find this anchorman, this editor, this team. Did he win? After strong Cronkite and Company, only on the CBS Evening News. Monday through Friday on the CBS Television Network. Christmas time, I always start out well-organized. I get most of my Christmas cards out early, get all the gifts for all the family and friends I can think of, and then, just before Santa's due to slide down the chimney, I remember two or three people who I didn't remember. So I just go out and get some more Whitman samplers. Everyone loves to get a Whitman sampler. It's been a tradition for more Christmases than I can remember. Whitman's, a Christmas tradition for 137 Christmases. Reynolds Wrap. It's the wrap that makes holiday shine. Reynolds Wrap. Wraps up work and saves you time. This time of year, I stock up on heavy-duty Reynolds Wrap because it's strong. And I put that strength to good use to wrap or tent the turkey, to line roasting pans, for heating rolls and bread. I even use Reynolds Wrap to wrap gifts and make Christmas decorations. What a wrap. What a help. Reynolds Wrap. Use heavy-duty Reynolds Wrap. Do you know how to get the most for your money when you're buying air conditioners, vacuum cleaners, baloney, auto batteries, calculators, washers and dryers, cameras, insulation, house paint, margarine, freezers, tuna fish, insurance, lawnmowers, mopeds, food processors, radios, refrigerators, television sets, stereo systems, and automobiles? Well, these are just a few of the hundreds of products that Consumer Reports tests, rates, and investigates for you. Consumer Reports is published by America's leading non-profit product testing consumer organization. Completely independent. When you read Consumer Reports, you'll know how to get the most out of the dollar you spend 1000 subscribe now to consumer reports for this money-saving offer 11 monthly issues of our magazine consumer reports plus the invaluable 1980 buying guide issue plus our 383 page guide to drugs and health plus the 1981 buying guide issue when published 331 1000 a total value of 2575 all for just 12 dollars just 12 dollars to take advantage of this offer dial this toll-free number 800-331-1000 consumer reports 800-331-1000 and so she returned did our Mayetta Mosby to face the legal music in Hollywood, California of course they found her not guilty by reason of temporary insanity and what happened with Detective Miller and Melissa Merriweather after she was freed was there something between them or did she forget he ever existed? Why don't you write that part of the story? It would be an interesting exercise in self-analysis. 
Find out for yourself what you really are, cynic or idealist. Our cast included Michael Tolan, E.V. Jester, Russell Horton, and Bryna Rayburn. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. Do you? I'm Frank Waldron, 1979 Truck Driver of the Year. Whether I'm driving my 18-wheeler or my family car, I drive the 55. It really does save gas, and most important, lives. Check yourself. Don't go over that speed. It may be hard at first, but it'll pay off for you and our country. This safety tip is from the people who care. This station and the American Trucking Associations.